0: my parents were talking about my brother's wedding and my dad made the comment of like, Oh yeah. And Shelby with her giant eyebrows. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Dad? You cannot talk about my eyebrows because I was, I went, we had our makeup done. So I was wearing a full face of makeup, oh, which means my eyebrows were, were filled done. In, yeah. And I, I already have thick eyebrows. So when they're filled in, they're very prominent right. and it's, it looks great. It's it's you know you have to in send me pictures. I I've
1: never seen you uh in a, first of all, in a full face of makeup. Second of all, um I don't think I've ever seen pictures from your brother's wedding.
0: Um yeah, I'll see if I can find some. Yeah, for you. send me some, I um, want to see it anyway. You can see it and with my giant with eyebrows. Giant, apparently. I, I want to I was straight up like, Dad, you cannot talk about my eyebrows. And he has done this before. I remember I was really? a teen or like a young uh I was like 20 something or a teen or something mm-hmm. and I was sitting on a chair and he looked at me and he's like Shelby and I'm like what and he's like you have a little belly and I'm like dad you cannot say that how to girls. dare you <laughs> you do not talk about my belly you do not talk about my eyebrows
1: no absolutely Those are- not <laughs> off it's limits just- dad the only thing you're allowed to say about my person is that I am beautiful and that you love me. Those are the only exactly. two things out of your mouth.
0: There is no other, no other, you should not be talking to me. Other- <laughs> Do not no, talk
1: to kidding. me unless it is to tell me I'm beautiful and that you love me. That's it.
0: Anyway, um, I'm Shelby.
1: I'm Sam.
0: That's the rom-complex. One, two, one, two, two, three, four. me suit that's a suit it's made out of meat and eyebrows doing
1: giant uh um, always happen really? always will be <laughs> I remember this is not this is nothing to do uh, like my parent never said this but I remember a close family friend this was when um thicker eyebrows were in fashion and so people were filling them mm-hmm. in more and I was like learning to fill mine in because I had been told for most of my life to have them pencil thin and um I had been filling them in and she was like no they're too you need to make them smaller they look too big for your face and I'm like Thanks. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> this for is that. Just um the
0: size that they are. Yeah,
1: I was just like, you know what? I'm sick of pretending that uh, my eyebrows don't look like this. It's over.
0: It's over. Speaking of pretending, um <laughs> that was the <laughs> end I was tra- trying to give you. I was trying was like pretending. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> the movie we're talking about is Austin Land. Woo-hoo! Austin Land. We've got Carrie Russell. She's a woman in her 30s who's been obsessed with um, Jane Austen novels, especially *Pride and Prejudice* and especially Mister Darcy. Mister Darcy uh, for her entire life. Should I speak with an accent like Jennifer Coolidge for the rest of
1: the podcast episode? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tally
1: ho! Um, uh. Yes. <laughs> She's obsessed with Mister Darcy. Um, it's it. It's. We say obsessed and, you know, the average listener is probably thinking, oh, she watches the movies a lot. Oh, she reads Jane Austen a lot. No, no, no. This woman has like dolls on her bed. She has pillows uh, embroidered with I heart Mr. Darcy. She has a cardboard
0: cutout of Of Colin Firth as Mr. Darcy Colin
1: Firth as Mr. Darcy just like hanging out in her house a grown woman listen I'm not trying to say Mm -hmm. like after a certain age you can't have memorabilia and stuff around your house live your life do what makes you happy but like this is like hoarders level obsession
0: I'm not even saying that you can't be in your 30s and have a crush on a fictional character because I do it all the time Sam does it all the time. (laughs) Just me, Shelby?
1: Really? Just me? Okay.
0: Because Sam does it all the time. I don't think I'm trying to remember the last fictional crush I had, the last like really intense one. And I'm not sure. I do know. In 2015, mm-hmm. I started watching Marvel's Agents of Shield, oh, well. and there's a small Scottish man in that show, uh-huh. and uh, played by an actor named Ian De ah. And I was obsessed. I love that. For I you. was so into him, and I was 25 years old. So, uh, you know, sometimes you <laughs> you you don't understand why
1: you're called to an obsession over a fictional character, but it just Mm -hmm. happens. It fills a void and we pick up and we move on. Um, but Carrie Russell's character, Jane clearly is not picking up and she's clearly not moving on. She's letting this obsession ruin her relationships with, um, real life men who chose to date her. Um, and yeah, it's 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 bordering on clinical and
0: her uh her, even her best friend is like you've got a problem. Right. And so Jane gets to a breaking point where she's like the a guy says something like, "Oh, you're over 30, you're you should be desperate. I'm like the best you can do." Mm-hmm. And he's horrible. Awful. So she's like, "You know what?" I'm fine. I'm gonna go to Austenland, mm-hmm. this this place in England where you just live. You go on vacation, but you live as if you're in a Jane Austen novel,
1: which I would pay mad money to do. Honestly, yeah. Regency era, the clothing and like the
0: yeah the corsets. It sounds and shit. cool for that, but honestly, I like um my modern day conveniences. Oh. Of course, for like Uh, a a
1: weekend stint, why not?
0: Sure, sure, okay. Not, I could probably go without video games for a weekend.
1: (laughs) Um, Not permanently, you know, just a a little vacay. I would totally do that. An immersive, a completely immersive experience. Hell yeah!
0: So this vacation is supposed to be life changing, Mm -hmm. right? And her friend is like, "Look, let's do a bet." If you end up if you end up regretting this, spending your entire life savings on this trip, then you have to like de-Austin your room. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jane is like, fine, sure. She's like totally confident that this is going to change her life, that this is like the big step, which I'm like. I'm all for it. You know, if you uh, you've been saving up this money for a long time, you have this place you've always wanted to go that you're obsessed with. Yes, yeah, spend your spend your fucking money Hell on yeah, it. Yeah, treat yourself. Like what else are you doing with that money? Yeah, we're and all gonna maybe die we'll, anyway. You know. Yeah, maybe it will change your life. Even like in some way, some kind of change is needed for this woman. Yeah. Um. So before we get any further. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this movie before. Sorry, I, I took was, so long. That to was that. a very, a
1: very dramatic. <laughs> you're building the suspense.
0: but Mostly I was trying to figure out what I was going to say. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> um, I often do that thing where I'll start a sentence not knowing Words what I'm going go. to say yeah. next. Um, so I've never seen this movie before. I, like all of the movies that you recommended for this yes. month. And I think this was possibly my favorite. Yay. <laughs> I know. That's why
1: I <laughs> saved it for last. Cause I knew you would love it.
0: It's very silly. It's
1: so silly,
0: but still and very
1: endearing. Carrie Russell does an amazing job of making you actually root for Jane and like want what's best for her. She's so charming. She's so cute. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's the thing I want to talk about is that in the beginning we're seeing Carrie Russell's character as a like a teen and then in college mm-hmm. and it's still just Carrie Russell yeah. and like everyone around her is also in their thirties yeah. like like high school and college students. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's adorable. And it cracked me up. I just love um, that in the beginning she's like at a
1: diner and she brought her own teacup yeah. to drink tea out of. I was like, wow. Girl is obsessed.
0: I do I have you know um a friend of mine my one of my besties Mm -hmm. I'd say um top tier friend my oldest friend Mm -hmm. has always been obsessed with Jane Austen Mm. um to this level though do you think no because uh she's gay but the (laughs) (laughs) and you're saying
1: (laughs) and you're saying Jane Austen isn't come on (laughs)
0: Right, right. I'm just mean she wasn't obsessed with like Mr. Darcy in that way. I mean, we're obviously she loves the Kira Knightley 2005 version. Yeah, she no, but she loves Sense and Sensibility Mm. and like she loves Austen. And but it's not as much about the romance. It's more about the careful mm, niceties Uh, and politeness and society. Yeah, the societal culture. Yeah, whatever. Um anyway, so I immediately was like, okay, I like this
1: character. Yeah, she's super <laughs> cute. There's also this random this is just something random I noticed while watching it this time. Um when she's with her friend, I think at this point in the opening bit, they're supposed to be like college aged, like they're yeah. on a college campus. If you look, go watch it again. If you look in the background, there's just a random extra prop like um leaning on a pole. He's not doing anything. He's not talking to anyone. He's not rifling through his bag. Nothing. He's leaning on a pole, and he's holding a ruler. And I was like, why? What? What is going on? Now I need to know that man's entire life story. Um, Interesting. It was the most random thing in the world. But that, to me, is just a signifier of how silly and fun this entire movie is. It makes no sense,
0: but like in a fun way. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Because when... <laughs> When Jane gets to England, waiting for her ride yes. to Austin Land, she runs into Jennifer Coolidge, uh, who is incredible she's in this so movie. Good. She's so she's good. So, she's just like the dumbest rich lady. Mm-hmm. She's a lot like her character in White Lotus, if you've seen yeah. that on HBO. Um, she's just kind of dumb, like... She but says all the wrong sweet. things but yeah, she's but endearing. she's sweet in a way, yeah. right? So it's like she's not a bad person no. but she's very disconnected from reality. Oh yeah. And she's doing a horrible horrible British accent to try to fit in like a like a cockney kind of mm-hmm. like fake chimney sweep sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and at points it's not even
1: <laughs> it's not even a fake cockney, it's like a it's like a if British, if you're trying to talk with a British accent, but also a baby talk, yes, voice. she she, <laughs>
0: she switches R's and doubles W, so she's like bloody Americans. Yes, <laughs> um, it's so really good. Cute. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, of course, they're picked up by a hot driver. Obviously. Uh, he's very hot. It's Brett from Flight of the Concorde. Yeah. What is he doing looking hot? Why is he so hot? Why is he so hot in this? You're supposed to be a funny man. You're supposed to be funny <laughs> you can't man. can't be both, Brett. Why are you both right now? Because you know that what that does to Shelby. <laughs> yeah, but he did it because of you specifically. He,
1: I he think went, he did it because of it me. Was, picture this, 2013. Yeah. yeah. He gets a notice for an audition Okay. And it's like funny hot man. Yes. And he's like, you know who this would drive crazy? Shelby Sweeterman. Absolutely. And then he was like, call my agent. I'm booking it. But he said it like with an <laughs> and accent.
0: That's how acting works. Yeah, that's
1: how acting works. That's how so- getting a job as an actor <laughs> <laughs> works.
0: Um, so they go, they get to Austin land, Mm -hmm. right? They're getting on their costumes. Turns out Jane has only paid for like the lowest available package. Everyone else has the super platinum Mm -hmm. diamond package. So Jane is not getting as good stuff going on. Yeah. Jane Seymour, who runs the place, of course. Um, Assures them that they were they will all have some kind of romantic story. Yeah, happily ever after. A happily ever after in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and the men that they're hanging out with, they've got, uh, Gaius Baltar from Battlestar Galactica <laughs> <laughs> is playing a colonel, and then we have the Mister Darcy character. Yes. Um. What's his name? Henry Henry Nobly. Nobly. And he's just you know kind of a brooding like sullen. Oh. Listen, uh, I want to crack that man guy. open like an
1: egg and just let it, let all the yolk fucking spread out. Yolk? Whites? I don't know. What's an egg? Um, what is an
0: egg? <laughs> uh, just a bunch of flu gooey, viscous fluids. Um, <laughs> this He's- is my poetry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just need some awards. never won bongos. an award.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: Yeah, so so brooding. And even to the point where, I mean, obviously this was done on purpose. He has a lot of very similar lines to Darcy in the original Pride and Prejudice. So um, you would think he's taking his role very seriously.
0: Right. Mm. He gets in a little, you know, Jane at at dinner. Um, Jennifer Coolidge is saying just absolutely ridiculous things. (laughs) um and she's like jane why don't you try the conversation or whatever and jane's pretty good at it she's yeah. obviously read a lot of jane austen right um and you know henry is speaking back to her as if he is mr darcy yeah. like they have a little a little yeah conversation that's very much like elizabeth yeah bennett and mr darcy of course um... Because
1: they knew their demographic, baby. They knew... Like, when they were making this movie, they were like, we know. We know, we know. what who's we watching know. this. And we gotta give them the little sprinkles
0: on top. But you know who else is watching it? It's Shelby. So, they're also sprinkling in fucking Brett from <laughs> Flight of the Concords <laughs> Coming in, being kind of charming. Um... I don't remember what point... Oh, she leaves the dinner mm-hmm. because... They freaking Jane Seymour brings up that she researched her Jane's life mm-hmm. and is like, oh, yeah, you've been like really unlucky in love. And everyone's like, oh, it must be so hard <laughs> at your age to like not be married or have any kids. Um That's so funny, though,
1: because uh, <laughs> it's not. It's really not. It's actually glorious. Um, But yeah, they like insult her and make her so feel she- shitty.
0: Yeah, so she goes off, and runs into Martin, Martin. the the stable boy. He's like the
1: the driver slash. Yeah, he's the coachman, the driver, the the stable hand, the right gardener. (laughs) He He does a lot,
0: Um, but he's. He's, you know, in his little servant's hut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hut. <laughs> servant's like, quarters.
0: Listen- right. He's, like, listening to music and, like, um, is this before? I, I feel like I skipped a bunch of stuff. No, but-
1: I think that's right.
0: Okay. So, um, no, because don't they go on that? Don't they do the, because they- don't they, like, kiss at this point? Or, like?
1: Oh, wait, don't, do they go hunting first? Yeah, maybe they go hunting first. They might go hunting first. Um, yeah, I think they do, because um, it's, like, the next day or yeah. something, and Jennifer Coolidge, or um, Carrie Russell, God, what's her name? Jane is having a conversation with Henry in which he's being, you know, a Darcy type, very, like, condescending and cold, um, but then jennifer coolidge shows up on a horse and she's like we're going hunting on horseback uh and so they all you know drive they drive out they drive their horses
0: (laughs) out to the field Um, they steer them put a steering wheel on a horse what what are reins like what am i doing with that put a fucking steering wheel on the horse you're right okay right you're jesus you're
1: an innovator Shelby thank
0: you you should I, I just don't understand why life has to be so hard
1: call the inventors association Shelby's got nothing you know
0: what I'm calling them right now I got their number <laughs> programmed in it's on speed I'm dialing channel. them up <laughs> yeah
1: you should 100% um so they go they go out shooting Jane is very good at it good for her and
0: you've got Martin who's that's you know when I say Brett from flying to the concords he's talking to Martin yeah He's, like, going behind her, like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, like, show hold you. the gun. Let me show you how like to this. shoot
1: that gun, baby. You know, the thing that men do, apparently.
0: Yeah. Um, That's not how you lift a mug. That's from new, yeah, that new, new Girl. Yeah, that is from New Girl.
1: Yep. I love how in the past, like, five episodes, we have found a point to work in New Girl. At least I have. But you've also been doing it, and I love that Listen,
0: for us. Listen, we talk about fictional crushes. We're talking about Nick, We're Middler, Middler. Not okay? Nick Miller. We're um, <laughs> He's real to me.
1: He is. He is. Jake. Um. Yeah. So he's doing the thing with the gun, and she's she's getting
0: she's getting the hang of it under his tutelage. She, she is a great shot. Yes. And then they're riding around. Her horse won't go. Yeah. <laughs> so Martin, <laughs> it's just so funny. The horse is broken. Yeah. The horse don't work. <laughs>
1: It's so good. It's so stupid, but so funny.
0: So for some reason, Martin just leaves her there. He's like, oh, I'll be right back with another horse. Yeah.
1: I can't imagine she was that far from, like, the the grounds. I I, I just can't imagine that they would take them to some, like, remote part of the woods to do, or not woods, uh, nature. it
0: seems like this part was sort of rewritten on the fly. Yeah. Or, like, you know, cut together on the fly because, like, she, he leaves her there and she's just standing there and then she starts walking mm-hmm. and then it's raining yep. and then she's still just standing somewhere else. Yeah. Like, she goes from standing in one place to standing in another place. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but Mr. Nobly approaches her on a horse and he's like, You. I'm not just gonna leave you standing. He's like, out "Why here in did rain. they leave
1: you here? You gotta go. It's <laughs> yeah. raided. Let's go. Let's get going. Let's go."
0: Um, so he ri- rips her fucking skirt. <laughs> rips her
1: fucking skirt <laughs> so to get her on. Straddle
0: the horse. Fucking
1: horse. So
0: and he, he gallantly rides away
1: with her in the rain. And this is where
0: we're like, he might be breaking character a little mm, bit, you know? Yeah, it seems a little.
1: Mm, it's a, he seems a little invested.
0: Like in what's her going safety. on here?
1: Clearly, She's like Brett from Flight yeah. of the
0: Concords didn't give a shit. I mean, and because they run into him and it's not raining mm-hmm. back at the grounds, which I think is hysterical. Yeah, that's you're right. I never really noticed how choppy that whole <laughs> section is, but you're
1: right. It's very
0: it's a little confusing. Yeah um brett was like on his way back with a horse his name's martin (laughs) um and he's like oh i was coming back she's like i know it's fine and she's like it's really awkward because she's trying to like cover herself up right um with her new slit in her dress her skirt's just like not there anymore yeah she's got her bloomers are there for everyone to see oh no not her bloomers not her bloomers (laughs) It's got more coverage than the shorts I wear outside. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, So anyway, uh then that's later, you know, she gets insulted again. Yeah.
1: Because the <laughs> entire movie is just, let's insult the poor girl.
0: Right, because everyone else is, like, rich yeah. and has this expensive experience, and she's, you know, kind of excluded from a lot of this stuff. Yeah. So she goes... um, wandering this and that now, now she goes and runs into martin out in his little hut mm-hmm. he's playing a saxophone yeah and it's a saxophone to music hut. yeah and uh and this is the point where i'm like i don't i am not quite comfortable with this movie <laughs> because in the beginning you know jane seymour the lady who runs this place mm-hmm. said you know you're gonna have a romance, but there you're not gonna. There's gonna be no touching, you know, right. like no sexy, no funny business. But she's like dancing with Martin, and he's like breaking, quote unquote, character a lot, um, like talking about how like oh, it's so weird that we're doing this. I also okay. I understand
1: what you're saying. I hear you. I validate. Mm-hmm. I validate your feelings of uncomfortableness. When I first saw this movie. I guess to me, it was it was assumed that he was not an actor, that he was, in fact, someone who worked there and they Mm -hmm. were just having a real life connection.
0: That's what bothered me about it, because Mm -hmm. I could sense I was like, I get the feeling that it's going to come out that he's an actor, too. Um, and I didn't know if it was gonna be like oh he's gonna be like no but I meant it or whatever Ooh, or if right. something else is gonna happen but I was like yeah. at this point I was pretty sure that he was an actor too especially mm. after he. there's this big whole scene where mm-hmm. he's like oh a horse is pregnant mm-hmm. go grab some hay I'm gonna birth a, a horse yeah. um, and it happens when she's like going to grab the hay and then suddenly there's a baby horse there and he's like not very dirty and yeah. like I'm like this is just not that was state that was obviously staged to me Um, I think you
1: were I think you were too aware of what was going on yeah because but
0: but I'm glad because like it freaked me out not knowing the lines of like what's pretend and what's what's an act right I, I I don't like that especially because like I don't know. I think sex and, like, romance can be very... Uh like triggering mm-hmm. for a lot of people. It, it, like for me, I like those clearly defined boundaries, right. and I'm always very clear. Like I remember, I was talking to someone. I was like, I am going to be very clear right. that I am not interested in any kind of romance with you. It's just going to be friendly flirtation. Right. And and then I was like, okay, I'm going to stop the flirtation now. We're just friends. Like right. I'm always very clear. Or I try to be very clear because when it's not very clear, it, it makes me anxious right. Um and it so people can kind of take advantage of you. Right. which he, which happens, Jean's get, right. Jean gets taken advantage of because mm-hmm. this guy's kissing her and stuff. And at this point in the movie, she doesn't know that he's an actor. right. And technically, we don't know that he's an actor. And we don't know that he's an actor. I just suspect it because I am suspicious of men. you I mean, <laughs> hey that's that'll save you a lot in the long run so keep that up it's it's because I uh, you know lots of people tell me I'm too naive and too trusting and that is the case so I have to put in some extra suspicion yeah
1: (laughs) do be suspicious do be suspicious suspicious. thank you yeah um yeah it is a bit dubious and it's really funny because you were texting me about that and like that's not something that I ever even really thought of in the world of well because and also in real life yes 100% i like lines to be defined i like you know uh boundaries and stuff to be very clear right. um in the world of this film aside from that gross guy at the beginning I, what, like, it was one of those, like, this is a world where most bad things don't happen. Um, and everybody is just hanging out and having a good time. And everybody's happy, even though he's tricking her. She doesn't really care. And she's moving on. You know what I mean? Like that, Yeah. when I watched this movie, that's kind of how I felt, which is why I thought it was interesting um, that you were talking about that. I'm like, <laughs> it's so interesting to see, like, what things um rub you the wrong way and the things that rub me the wrong way
0: I just imagine myself in this scenario where if I think something is real and it turns out this person was acting yeah that would be devastating oh, yeah 100%. to me um why do you so, think I have trust issues Shelby <laughs> that would be absolutely devastating yeah so I I'm like I I guess that's why it made me uncomfortable. I'm Mm -hmm. like, how could this guy be so shitty? Yeah. Because it, he was doing everything in his power to convince her that it was real. Like the way that he was talking about the, about it being, you know, all an act, like the way that he was talking and breaking the whole experience, quote quote, unquote, breaking character, um, was very much like, oh, he wants her to think this is a real experience, Mm -hmm. which is just, this is just fucked up. This is, unethical yeah and austin land should not be run this way well
1: (laughs) that's correct which is why later on she's just kind of like oh she threatens jane seymour but Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's uh it does definitely straddle that line of like what are we what are we consenting to if we don't have all the information
0: exactly because it's very
1: clear she's consenting to a more intimate physical relationship with him i don't believe that they've had right. sex, right?
0: No, but they they like They've made cussed, out a bunch. They've cussed. They've kissed. They've cussed. They cussed at each cussed other. Cussed they kiss it out.
1: Um, cussing
0: together is third base. <laughs> oh, really? Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yep, there's kissing, <laughs> and then there's holding hands, <laughs> and then there's, there's cussing. cussing together. Oh yeah. Home okay. run is you go get breakfast.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, I love I love this new system that we've created.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know what sex is. Um, <laughs> What? Anyway. <laughs> no, I
1: don't. Uh, yeah. So, yes. Um, she's obviously consented to a more physical relationship, but she doesn't have the full details. So she it, what is that informed consent? Right. She doesn't have all of the information. She doesn't have informed
0: consent. Mm-hmm. Exactly. She thinks that she's consenting to kissing some guy who works at Austin Land. But really, yeah. she's consenting to kissing an actor. Yeah. Who's pretending to be some guy who works at Austin Mm-hmm. austin Lane. right it
1: correct Ugh. which is why i'm team nobly yes well uh, obviously obviously um, that, that's <laughs> a
0: given obviously but the story continues another man shows up he's very attractive yes ca- he's a pirate man east captain east jack sparrow Ma- east. <laughs> i think his name is east kirk Cur- ca- captain yes east easton East, East, or just
1: East. He's from the Um, West Indies. He just got back from the West Indies. That's all I know.
0: And so he's like very good, like very full of shit, um, and just kind of like kissing her arm and stuff Mm -hmm. because she was the one who didn't have, wasn't like paired up with somebody. Right. Right, technically technically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Martin sees this sort of arm kissing happening. Mm-hmm. And then when she goes to see him again, he is such a little shit. Ugh. He's like so annoying about, this is the point where I'm like, you were hot, funny man. And now you're whiny baby boy. <laughs> um, because he's like, I thought you weren't into that stuff. I thought, it you, you know what? Or whatever. I think,
1: I think uh, Brett actually had a hand in the script and he was like, listen, I know I'm going to make Shelby fall in love with me being a yeah. funny man so I gotta I gotta, I gotta cool those jets you mm-hmm. know I gotta make sure she can live her life without trying to compare right. every man she's with to me you know
0: Shelby can't afford a fictional crush Shh. she can't on a hot funny not man. right now not at this not stage right in her life <laughs> not at this stage look Shelby's trying <laughs> as hard as she can yeah Shelby's out here living her life yeah she is she's focusing on her yeah she doesn't need the So those he gave you a gift. He gave thank you, you a gift. Thank you so much. I always thought you were cuter than Jemaine. Um, <laughs> I always did.
1: And now you care about my feelings. So thank you for that.
0: Um, <laughs> what, what has Jermaine ever done for you?
1: <laughs> nothing.
0: Fucking nothing. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So he's a dick to her. Whiny little bitch
0: baby. Yeah. He's a little whiny little bitch baby. Like, uh, what the fuck? Hey, gosh. Um,
1: so because of it, she starts to form a more authentic connection with a Mr. Henry Nobly. She starts to, well, right? she starts to give over to the process more. He basically calls her a skank, um, a dumb little Jane Austen, slut for Jane Austen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. I'm going to live my best Pride and Prejudice Life and so she recruits uh Jennifer what what is Jennifer Coolidge's name in this movie I have no idea um Elizabeth oh yeah maybe Elizabeth Charming Charming. I know the last (laughs) name is Charming Miss Charming she recruits Miss Charming um to basically have her glam makeup or makeover moment um at this thing which is really funny because uh when Jennifer Coolidge comes to like to Jane's room she brings all these um like dresses and stuff and she says a line that I'm like this is gonna be my new insult um she says she's as dumb as a light post she'll never
0: notice (laughs) I'm gonna (laughs) start calling people
1: dumb as light posts I think that's hysterical
0: dude she has another hilarious line later that I'll get into oh yeah baby um yes so she has her
1: makeover moment um and all the all the boys are noticing,
0: right? Because she she the, I there's this scene after she has her makeup she or her makeover she struts into the room. Mm-hmm. She compliments everyone. She strokes people's faces. Yep. She touches people's arms. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is how I walk into every fucking. Room. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is big Shelby energy. This is a normal right Tuesday, <laughs> okay? For Shelby, I'm just going in. You go in. You got all the confidence. You're mm-hmm. like, hey, guess what? everyone's in love with me yeah and that's, that's main just, character
1: energy right there
0: th- you know what I got it yeah
1: I love I the scene it. where she's walking up behind all of the like um footmen it's yeah. like they're all in their little purple outfits or whatever um and they like part and she's just walking in her little dress and her hat falls off her head and it like flies away in the slow-mo like moment it's so funny I love it. It's very good. No notes. Perfect. Perfect uh, (laughs) montage of make after the makeover.
0: Yeah. She has the energy that I'm always trying to bring in. Um, And it all kind of comes or there. And then they're playing croquet. Mm -hmm. And we get to hear a little bit more about like Nobly's actual story because he kind of let slip that he's just like he's been scorned as a lover like someone ran away with his best friend and like he just it's pretty funny yeah um
1: this is after after um they're kind of is I believe this is after they're kind of ribbing Jane a little bit um about like I don't know not having a man and she was like oh I'm single or being single and she's like well I'm single because the only good men are fictional and I was like preach girl Preach yeah. it, preach it. <laughs> written by a woman, it, yeah. literally written by a woman. And that's
0: when our our Mister Nobly is like, "Well, what about the women?" Exactly. You know? Um, which like you know, that's feminism. Is there are also bad women?
1: Yes, very.
0: <laughs> women can do anything men can do, including being shitty. Yes, um, being awful.
1: It's not so, gender neutral.
0: <laughs> so then, it, uh. Uh, what's her face? What's her name? Jane. Um, she had, she brought, she snuck her phone into the grounds, So she wasn't supposed to have her phone. Right. They find it uh, because I guess they search her room. So Jane Seymour yeah. finds Jane it. Jane Seymour was trying um, to find a
1: reason to get rid of this bitch from like moment one. She was like, she's not paying enough right. money. How are we going to get yeah. rid of her? And finally they have the one thing they can get her on is the fact that she brought
0: her phone. Right. Um, But the other woman who's there, who's not Jennifer Coolidge or Jane. uh, It's
1: Georgia King.
0: Georgia King. She's uh, incredible. Just over the top hilarious in this. Hysterical.
1: I think Georgia (laughs) King. I love Georgia King. I think she's so fun. Um, She does like over the top accents. Uh, She sings off key, which is just hilarious. Uh Um, And then when she's like hastily running, she's actually like hopping which I think is just so stupid, but like, what a great character choice to have this girl that's like, oh, I must go, and then she just like hops away. So good, so good.
0: Uh, she's like, she goes and she's like, oh, actually, it was my phone. Jane was holding it for me, and she spends so much money there that of course mm-hmm. Jane Seymour is like, oh, okay, you're you're fine, you can stay. Um, it's just a misunderstanding. Whatever, right. we're all good. Um, it's all good it's all good keep going at that point uh georgia king whose character's name i don't remember um is like is like okay jane now you have to help me uh get help me get alone time with with captain east yes because because he proposed to me last year Mm -hmm. and blah whatever Uh, obviously she goes to this thing every year yeah
1: rich people Um, am i right
0: so, uh, at that point, they do a play. So <laughs> Jane Seymour comes in, and they're like, and "She's like, oh, I've written a play." Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Coolidge looks at her and says, "Oh, you don't look like you could read or write." <laughs> <laughs> Like, people are talking over each other. This line, no one calls attention to this line at all. It's like, <laughs> just completely under the radar of Jennifer Coolidge being yeah. like, you don't look like you could read or write. I'm pretty In sure such, like, they gave Jennifer way. Coolidge
1: free reign to say whatever the Absolutely. fuck she wanted, which 10 out of 10 records. Fantastic. Let that woman I speak. laughed
0: so hard yeah. at that. I was like, oh my God, you don't look like you. <laughs> Sorry, it was so funny. Um but of course there's a play and there's like three sets of lovers, so everyone has to pair off.
1: Right. And
0: Jane in order to help uh George King match up with Captain, Captain East. East. She's like, "Okay, I guess I'll match up with Mr. No- Nobly." And that's when they get to have, you know, some time together. Mhm. Meanwhile, Martin's back on his bullshit Ugh. because they run into each other in, like, a hallway, and he, like, kisses her, you know? Mm-hmm. That's assault in the first degree. Yeah, there's something there. So, um, what happened next? They oh, yeah. rehearse. They, they rehearse, and, like, she gets, she and Mr. Nobly get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. And they get to do the play together, and they're having a bunch of fun. Yeah. And Martin's watching it, like, like, <laughs> Me, 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 I'm a little baby boy. I'm a bit um, little
1: baby bitch boy. A little, a little <laughs> Those are his lines, actually. Boy. That was a direct line delivery from the film. And
0: he peed his pants. <laughs> we don't see it, but we know he did.
1: <laughs> yeah. We know
0: for a fact. Um, it's just the, for all of his baby bitch boy lines, he's he's actively peeing his pants while he delivers them. Yeah. Because that's how you act. That's yeah. acting. That's method. Um, um, that's method. Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Henry, Mr. Nobly and uh, Henry is Mr. Nobly. I apologize. And Jane um, have a little like moment. They're supposed to be like a ball or whatever um, mm-hmm. where they got a ton the of last night's always a ball. Yeah. Extras, which I think is hilarious because like. I wouldn't have the money to do this Jane Austen experience, but like I would totally, if someone had like an open call, like, Hey, dress in Regency clothes and just like be at this party. A hundred percent would do it. <laughs> I a hundred percent would do it and just kind of stand around and drink punch.
0: Um, In my little feather.
1: There's always like a little feather
0: thing. Yeah. So they're, they, they're having the culmination of their romantic experience. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, Um, (laughs) Jennifer Coolidge and Gaius Baltar from Battlestar Galactica. Of course. Galactica. It seems like James Cowles or something. Um, I just think of him as Gaius Baltar. They're like, she, he, he's like, you know, has to propose to her. Excuse me. These hard seltzers are getting to me. Mm. I'm doing a little burp. Control Um, it. Lock it down, Shelby. (laughs) So, the Colonel, um, Gaius Baltar, is like, uh, has to propose to Jennifer Coolidge, and she's like wanting to kiss him and stuff. And he's always so reluctant to kiss her. And I'm like, I would kiss Jennifer Coolidge. Hell yeah. I would absolutely kiss her. Like, there's no no question. Hands down, I'm kissing you, girl. Plant one right here. Get over here, girl. Get Get over here. here. No way am I saying no to that. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't want her. He has to have a little discussion with her about, like, inappropriate touching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Which
1: is so funny. I fucking love that. She's like, <laughs> I didn't think... She's, like, literally tears down her face. I didn't think I touched you inappropriately. <laughs> oh, so good. So cute.
0: Yeah. She doesn't know what's real and what's not. And I think that's the danger. And Jane obviously feels the same way because right. when nobly pulls her aside and is like trying to confess he's actually for real trying to confess his feelings yeah the actual man but we don't know that I mean she doesn't know that she thinks that it's he's playing his character and going he's going to propose to her um the way everyone else is getting proposed to right and she starts to feel something and is like you know what I think this is a dangerous game I think that the lines between reality and fantasy getting blurred like this Mm -hmm. are not good for people. And uh, we should, you know, I want to do something real. Yeah. So she goes and finds Martin, who she believes is a real person.
1: Which, as we all know, is not true. But I also think it's, I mean, I guess maybe it's the whole point of the movie, is that because this woman has lived so long... In what my therapist would call fantasy land. Um, she has the worst gauge on what, whether or not someone is being authentic and real with her or whether they're like fitting into this fantasy idea she has of what love is supposed to be like, according to Jane Austen. Um, right. And it sucks for her. Yeah. Because Absolutely. You know, to have your, literally your entire identity defined by this, um, these stories and this author, um, and then for it to, like, it's one thing for it to not have lived up to the hype, right? It's one thing if she would have gone to, like, this Austin land and it was like, okay, I did it, it's over, you know, now she's having to deal Mm -hmm. with, like, finding out that the guy she thought was real is fake. And the guy she thought was fake is real. And she doesn't know what's going on. Like, she's literally, like, poor girl. She's in a
0: tailspin of, of thoughts and emotions. Yeah, for sure. I mean, she carries it well. She's doing OK. I would have been a mess. I yeah. I am a mess. My brain doesn't work right because mm. of romance movies. Yeah, that's why we're <laughs> and, here. you know, trauma. But, um, so... <laughs>
1: So I she, love how trauma like, and romance movies are like on the
0: same. <laughs> li- you're
1: like because <laughs> of romance movies and also trauma. Um. Right?
0: You know, um, <laughs> equally, <laughs> they're equally effective. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, she she is. St- you know, she tells Martin, maybe I'll stay for a couple days. Then she she's with um, Georgia King. They're leaving the big house. Going. They're like going to you know debrief or whatever and yeah. check out. And that's when Georgia's like, you know, has an drops American her whole accent. Act. She has an, um, She's American. She's like, oh my god, you're not British. And it's like, yeah, of course she's not fucking British. <laughs> like she sounded horrible. Except
1: she is British. Georgia King is right. British. Right. <laughs> uh, so you know, uh, her, her a fake little- British accent yeah. was
0: good. Was a good, yeah. Um, and uh, she said, like, oh, you know, nobly told me to take the fall for the right. cell phone thing. So that's kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Then she goes and is checking out with... We skip the whole part where at some point, um, Jane Seymour's husband, like, oh, tries straight up her. sexually assaults Jane. Yeah. Yeah, like, tries to kiss her, and Jane's like, no, 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 no. It has to, like, fight him off. Yeah. And someone has to, like, hit him, you yeah. know? Um, so... uh. She goes and debriefs with Jane Seymour, and that's when Jane is like, Oh, Martin was actually scripted for you the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was all an act. The the baby horse was was that was fake, fake. you know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, What? And I'm like, obviously the baby horse was fake. Like, I feel like Listen, I been she very was stepping suspicious. into
1: her favorite novel. She thought Yeah. How <laughs> often does do horses give birth, and how often do you have baby horses lying around that you can cover in fake blood to make it seem like they gave birth? Come on, that's like Dude, that's I an elaborate know. lie. I think everything else aside it from that that elaborate, but it is kind of elaborate. You have to have fake blood. You have to have a, a horse, horse uh, who right. looks pregnant, a baby or could horse. Be, yeah, you yeah. baby. That's a lot of steps, right? And then you probably have to have some kind of team to wheel the baby horse in while she's going out to get hay. What if she got the hay really quick? Then it was like you get caught in the act. There's an elaborate dance routine going on
0: here. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Um, They must make the big bucks there. (laughs) Yeah. At Austin Land. (laughs) It's a whole production. So that's when she's like, well, fuck this. I'm going to shut your place down because Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm not the first person who was assaulted by yeah. your man um mm-hmm. she leaves she goes to the airport of course uh Jane Seymour sends Martin to go smooth some ruffled feathers deescalate
1: de-escalate the situation
0: and she's like not having it she's like I know you're an actor stop trying to appease me this is fucked up yeah he's trying to say that what he felt was real but we know it's not because we saw a scene with him where he was like <laughs> like, bragging about his conquest, yeah. basically. He's clearly a shitty person. Right. Um, Which, you know, what a shame. You could have just been hot, funny man. <laughs> yeah. Then you became whiny baby bitch boy. Yeah. And now you're gross. Yeah.
1: I do <laughs> hate, you know, that is actually one of my least favorite... Um, Like, I don't like love triangles. We've talked about this. But I also... I hate even more when there's the potential of a love triangle. And then you use this like lazy cop out where like one of them is just a bad person. So she never actually has to make a choice. Right. Um, which yeah. Uh, funnily enough, this is not the movie we're discussing, but I saw that movie, Mr. Malcolm's list. Um, and they have mm-hmm. a similar uh, plot ish thing where she's going after the mr malcolm dude um as it's like john tucker must die but regency loved it highly recommend everyone should go watch it but she's going after the mr malcolm guy but there's this other guy who's sort of pursuing her um but it just made very clear she's just like i this was not and he actually becomes interested in her friend who's trying to like do this whole scheme um but i was like Mm -hmm. you know they have that moment of like oh i could like you could come with me and just drop this whole situation. But she's like, listen, I actually am. I'm into this dude. I'm so sorry. I'm into this dude. Yeah. And she's like, and I actually think you're kind of into my friend. So you should, you should hop on that. And then they like part ways that way, but they never make the, um, the other guy, some kind of villain who's doing something gross and mischievous. Like he's not lying. I really thought they were going to set it up that way and they really don't. So, um, but, yeah, I think it's a bit of a cop-out in the situation where you're like, oh, he's also just gross. Yeah,
0: to be like, oh, he's just a bad person. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, he doesn't care. He's all, he's just acting, like, um, and he has a good time fooling women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and taking yeah. advantage of them. Meanwhile, Mr. Nobly also shows up at the airport because he heard mm-hmm. what was going down and he's trying to tell her like no, i'm not acting, but of course he's saying the same stuff as the other yeah. guy who is acting. So he's like trying to be genuine, but like. she's not buying it. She's like whatever you guys, i'm just i'm going, i'm going home. She goes home. Uh she gets rid of all of her Jane Austen stuff. She she's like, you know, you know what? what? She
1: held to her deal with her friend. Good for her. Yeah. She and also i think uh the experience has ruined her for those stories and that like because I think I don't know there's a healthy amount of escapism and joy that you can find in in these stories and like loving Jane Austen or loving Mr. Darcy it's not a problem until like you have all that shit in your apartment you know Um, but (laughs) she gets rid of it all she's like you know what she at this point she's like fuck love fuck Jane Austen I'm out of here I'm over it
0: and she's living her life Uh, but then who shows up at her door who? It's Mr. Nob It's Mr. Nobly. <gasps> He's Mr. Nobly. he came all the way to America <laughs> to return the um <laughs> to return a little sketchbook that she left behind, mm-hmm. and he tells her, "Look, I'm actually not an actor. I my aunt runs that place,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she needed someone to fill in." Fill in. And I did it, so I know you because you cannot act. You were Jane the whole time. You know me because I cannot act. I was yeah. Henry the whole time. That's actually who I am. That's actually
1: my name. My name is actually right. Henry Nobly. Like, I, w- I didn't even give you a fake name.
0: Yeah, and he's like a f- history professor um, and stuff, you know. And so she's like not buying it at first, but then she's like, OK. And then they kiss. And yay now they're together it's very cute (laughs) and then then, uh jennifer
1: (laughs) i was gonna say and then it opens on an ad for austin land the new and improved austin i think before uh they all leave jennifer coolidge mentions that she might want to buy it because that's how much fucking money this bitch has she's like um and jane is like fuck yeah she says you should definitely buy it that'd be great and so um after we get this like Happily ever after moment with Jane and Mr. Nobly. Then it cuts to Aust- the Noon Improved land that has like roller coasters or like Ferris roller wheels. And, <laughs> and fucking shirts. Uh, and just a whole plethora. It's of- a theme park. It's, it's, a theme park. It,
0: it's a theme park.
1: But you also see Jane it, and Mr. Great. Nobly at the theme park, which is very fun. Um, yeah.
0: Because it should be fun. And she actually got her Mister Darcy. She did. Like she literally got the Mister Darcy story. It, yeah. it Not even scripted. It was real for her. Ugh. Beautiful. I love it. It was very goofy. We skipped over this very funny part where you know, in the, back in the day, ladies are supposed to have all these talents. They're doing embroidery or they're singing oh, or they're playing. Oh. And part. they have her play the the piano Piano-forte. forte. Um, and she's like, well, I only didn't really know one song. Like she's reluctant. She's like, I don't no, No, I don't want it. And then they're like, oh, just play the one song, you know. And it's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hot in her by Nellie.
0: It's hot in her by Nelly. I <laughs> mean, you
1: know why would f- it be any other song? <laughs> is my real question. And not only is she it's playing, it, she's also singing along, which is, uh, right. So funny. And then you see little baby boy, uh, nobly, like, nodding his head and really just getting into (laughs) it, um, before she gets yelled at by the aunt. But, um, yeah, it's very silly. I fucking love that part. That part makes me giggle every time.
0: It's cute. It's very funny. Yeah. What, what, if, so if you were gonna go to, like, an Austin Land-type experience for Mm -hmm. either a time period or a fictional world like what would you want to go do well if it was specifically like us like specifically Jane Austen it's not it it doesn't have to be Jane Austen it could be any any time period or any like novel series kind of if anything that would cater to that kind of experience like a weekend away where you get your own little story and it exists in real
1: life now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because well, it doesn't have to exist, but like
1: if it no, no, did, no. But I'm saying it exists in this plane where magic isn't real, and you know. Yes. Like, yes. 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 Okay. Because yes, yes. okay. I was gonna it would say just Harry be the Potter. Experience. I was gonna say Harry Potter, but like magic in this realm doesn't exist. So I wouldn't. The I would want to do it if if I could actually do magic. That's when I would want to do it. So no, right. not, not Harry <laughs> Potter. Um. I think I would have to go. I would have to go with, like, that Regency era. I fucking love it. Um, I love the yeah. outfits. Um, you want to go to some balls? Yeah. yeah, I do. Oh, my gosh. I really do. I want it to be like Bridgerton. I want a Bridgerton experience for myself. Um,
0: You want a Bridgerton experience? Yeah,
1: I do want a Bridgerton experience. So, like, yeah, not just all white sense. people at the ball. You know what I mean? Like, we got we got a good mix. Oh, yeah. We're not, like making servants people of color like that's that i would not like but i think it would be fun yeah what would you do
0: um i was the first thing that came to mind is like a star trek kind of thing Mm. like i know i know i just want my own like adventure story where Mm. i'm like I something there's something about me where I, like I can do something special, yeah. Um, or I can I can ha- be part of a team that like conquers some kind of threat. I think that mm-hmm. would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, That's but what, and, like I Star think think that Trek, it's like fun. you could you got screens and stuff going on, so you can get immersed. You know, my um, number two
1: would be something Marvel related. Like if I could yeah. do some kind of like superhero training or like, you know, like like you show up at Avengers compound and it's like a whole weekend of like learning how to use knives, I don't know, or technology. Yeah. Um, and you walk around and you get to like hang out with the
0: characters. (laughs) Then I would be a hundred percent down for that. That's cool. I like that. Um, but of course for me, my, my top choice would be being able to do magic, not Harry Potter magic. I'd probably go with like uh stormlight archive magic don't worry it's nerd shit um I love so nerd <laughs> talk nerdy uh, to me <laughs> um yeah uh, I read a lot of fantasy novels I you know, I, know what I I, I better I, I think
1: I go through fantasy periods where I'm like reading a lot of fantasy um but I've been out of a fantasy I've been in a fantasy drought if you will um yeah I just read
0: a really good one mm-hmm. it's not very long and it's a standalone um called nettle and bone by t Ooh. kingfisher who has written a couple of horror novels that i really liked and uh-huh. i read nettle and bone i basically i read it i read it like the first quarter or third of it mm-hmm. um just at night before i went to bed and then the other day on saturday i was like i'm just gonna read the rest of this book i just Hell sat and read yeah. all day it was really good Dude, i've Very read so many books enjoyable this year. reading Don't experience <laughs> i love that for you um I, I greatly enjoyed it. Highly recommend Nettle yeah. and Bone by T Kingfisher. Anyway, okay, uh, oh, there's a dog made out of bones, and it's there's a it's kind of a Red Riding Hood type thing. So it's like Ooh. a wolf guy, but don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I'll put it on so my anyway, list. anyway, don't don't use I'll get it. I'll get it so, there. Yeah, I really enjoyed that movie. I, I did enjoy this month of Sam's picks. Thank you. I know we got off to a rocky start,
1: but that is why I put that movie first. I knew it was. But that was gonna... still fun. No, yeah, yes. of course. Hello. I don't pick bad. I picked bad <laughs> on purpose. Um, I'm very strategic mm-hmm. with my picks. So I'm glad we ended strong with Austin Land because it's really very silly and very, very fun. Speaking of silly, Shelby, what do you.
0: Yes. What's what's coming what's coming down the pipeline, Shelby? Oh, for September, we're going silly September. We got some real just out there rom-coms. Very out there. They make no Is it sense. even a rom-com? No one's Questionable. sure. Questionable. No one's sure. We're yeah. watching movies that make you go, "What happened here?" Yeah. <laughs> How and why? uh so i'm not sure what we're doing first but you know
1: make sure you check our socials we're on twitter facebook instagram at the rom complex maybe we'll tell you maybe we'll tell you what the first movie of september is or maybe we'll keep it a secret no one's sure
0: secret September no um if you want to send us an email send us an email we'll reply and tell you what the first movie yeah maybe (laughs) send us an email at theromcomplex at gmail.com
1: and most of all remember to keep falling in love
0: with yourselves bye bye Okay. Owl.